Thanks for listening to this message brought to you by Cornerstone Christian Church. For these and other great resources, please visit us at sparkswillfly.cc. But we were touching um, a document that um, I guess it was Gavin that did it for me. Cindy framed it. But it was a prophecy that was given in this house back in 1998 or 1999. So it's close to 20 years ago. How many know we forget, but God never forgets? Do you know that the Lord's got a book of remembrance over your life? And every step of, of, of obedience. And every time you did something, when God said do it. It's the whole deal of Acts 10 when he told Cornelius, your prayer and your giving your arms has come as a memorial before me. He poured it back over him. He says, go send for Peter. He's at Joppa. And God poured out a blessing on his whole house because of that book of remembrance. And we just sat there Wednesday night and we were looking at that document. And what it is, it's a map of South Georgia. It was given, I think, by Lee Barnes some years ago. And it was about... Remember that the 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 Aladdin looking lamp that they drew out on the map. You remember that, Danny? And about all this whole area was the body of the lamp. And it and it was shooting forth fire out into Waycross and Jessup and Baxley and all of that area. Well, we just laid it on the desk and we were just looking at it. And it's like the Lord just started breathing. And I just feel like that where we've been at, Danny even mentioned this this morning, it's like we've been in this place of hope deferred makes the heart sick. How many knows that? But you know that's not the end of that verse. Did you know that there was some more to that verse? I've always heard of that quote, hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's not the end of that verse. The end of that verse says, but a promise fulfilled is a tree of life. And church, I'm telling you, we are walking in the fulfilled promises of God. That's the season we've in. We have got to let go of that in the past. And let me just say this, that I think when, we, we're, when we've been in a season of drought so long, when someone starts talking to us about the goodness of God, that sometimes it's difficult to believe. Would we say that? Could you give me just a little of this mic? That it's, diff, it's just difficult to believe. Jess and I were sitting outside of my house just afternoon and we were talking. And he was just like, I see this and I see that. And you know, and and there was a time maybe earlier where I'd have just been like, ah, I don't know it. I don't know it. But now I want to say, ah, I know it. I know it. God's speaking to us, church. God's speaking to us. And we just got to raise the bar of belief. I mean, come on, y'all. We've been in here worshiping God. God's going after the needs of the people. I mean, the Holy Ghost is touching lives. I mean, lives has been transformed. How many say God's touched me this morning in this house? I mean, I'm leaving this place different than the way I came in. And so, I just want to say this, that I believe the things that God said some 10, some 20 years ago 
we're in a season to see that happen. Now, I just want to say this. I mean, knows this in, in, in Numbers chapter 13 that Moses sends out the spies into the promised land. And he says, I want you to go check out that land. God had promised him a land flowing with milk and honey. Let me tell you something. God's promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. He's not promised you a, a land of poverty and sickness. That's not God's promises. Come on, somebody. He's promised us a land flowing with milk and honey. And so that he sends them out. You know the story. They come back. Two's good with it, but the other one describes the giants in the land. There's always going to be giants in the land of destiny, friend. There will always be reason to turn back. Are you with me? But let me just tell you this. A kingdom principle, he that puts his hand to the plow and turns back is not fit for the kingdom. you got to go even when it's like concrete. You got to give when you can't see the outcome. Come on, somebody. You got to give when you're scared and you don't know how it's going to come back, but we trust God anyhow. We got to worship God when the sickness is still there and the doctor says the, the, the place is still there. We worship God and we trust Him in the uncertain times. Come on, somebody. And if we can be faithful in the uncertain times, we are go from glory to glory, but in the hallway it's gory. But if we can stay steadfast in those moments and not cave in, we will hold the promise. And so we were just talking yesterday just over, just over some history. Well, for me, my eyes got filled with the grapes years ago. Because when we would load up in a van and make the journey to Cornerstone, I knew God was going to do the miraculous. It seemed like that was the norm. And church, can I tell you, that is the normal for this house. Anything less than that is abnormal. I can't get, I feel like I ain't got an ounce of faith in here, but I'm going to go on. When I would see Pastor Dale grab the microphone and just stop. And call someone out or stand someone out. Like a Cindy Statham and say, I see the desire of your heart is to have a little girl. And Cindy's a single woman. If God's prophesying her a little girl, guess what he's also prophesying in that package? A husband. Some say, why do you go to a house like that? Because she's got the husband and she's got the little girl. Come on, somebody. To me, to me, that was a spy coming in to seeing the fruit of the land. Now, did it cost something to get there? Yeah. What we talked about, was this house talked about by the community? Come on, somebody. Yes. But you know what? Listen, I don't mind the critics and the haters as long as God's showing up. As long as this stuff's happening. Listen. Come on, somebody. People only, people only throw rocks at things that shine anyhow. You ever seen that? And so, I've been on this journey since I was 18 years old. 20 years. Over 20 years. 39. And all I've ever wanted to see was God come to the south. I don't burn for California. Thank God that Bill Johnson's out there. That's not my home. You know what I'm saying? But I, love, I thank God that I was born in South Georgia. I love skaters. Nats. Well, it was, wouldn't be your home if you didn't sit outside and fight gnats in the afternoon. 
We had a guy that come from North Georgia hunting down here one time and showed him welcome to God's country. Got ate up by mosquitoes. He said, man, y'all living in hell down here. But let me just tell you this. Before God, listen, what has to happen is how many knows that Jerusalem was called the city of David? What happened is that city got inside of his heart. And it became his city. And man, I want to tell you the things that encouraged me when I walked down the halls of that school yesterday, hanging those signs. I said, man, there's vision in this city. There's vision. Things are changing. Things are shaking. Hey, I'm not running a thousand at the church yet, but you know what? Listen, I thank God for every soul that's in this room this morning. And I know that the thousand starts with the hundred. Come on, somebody. It's the same way financially. It's the same way with everything we do. We learn how to stewardship what God has given to us that He's entrusted under our care. But I just want to tell you, every promise that God has ever uttered out of His mouth, throughout the Bible and throughout the people of God in this region. Every promise is alive this morning. It just takes someone willing to look at the giants and say I'm I'm telling you if God is in us he's equipped us to overtake you and start looking at the fruit. Listen there's clusters in that land church that we've only dreamed about. That we've only read about in the days of William Brennan where people were healed in the tabernacle. I'm telling you there's healing. There's deliverance. That's what the grapes we're after. We're after the manifestation of the power of Almighty God. That is what we're after. And so, but it starts with believing it. I know how to preach quick, okay? Neighbors getting scared. We're going to be here at 1 o'clock. But it starts with believing it. You remember the story in the Old Testament in 2 Kings chapter 7? There was a famine so bad. There was a famine so bad that they they were selling doves dung to eat. And it got so bad, you remember that two women agreed that one was going to boil her child and they would eat her child and the following day they would eat the other lady's child. You remember that? That happened in the Bible. And in the midst of that kind of setting, the prophet stands up and says, about this time tomorrow, things are going to shift and turn around. Things are going to shift and turn around. Tomorrow, this time, bread's going to be on every corner of the street. About this time tomorrow, we're going to make money hand over fist again. About this time tomorrow, we're going to have so many business calls, we're going to have to hire two secretaries to answer the phone. This is what's going to happen about this time tomorrow. The man whom the king leaned upon said, If God was to open up the windows of heaven, how could this be? He said, For surely you shall see it, but you shall not taste of it, because you did not believe the word of God. Listen to me, when, we, when Jess Rent stands up on that stage, I listen, number one, I trust him. And when we say something, we just ain't her blabbing mouth trying to get some excitement out of somebody. The stuff is really taking place. I said the stuff is really taking place. I say it again, the stuff is really taking place. And if you don't raise your belief, friend, you're going to see it, but you're never going to walk in it. You're going to watch your neighbor walk in it. Why? Because they position their family... 2 Chronicles 20, 20 says this. Maybe I could be wrong, but I think it's right. Check me on this if I'm right. It says, believe in the Lord and you shall be established. And believe in the prophets and you shall prosper. 
Now let me tell you this. I don't care what kind of situation you walked in this house with. If you get one word from God, what are you going to determine? That word or are you going to determine your situation? What are you going to let dominate you? What's going on in your life or the word that you just got? Jesus said in John chapter 6, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. Do you understand? They are building something when they're released to you. I got it right. Praise God. You know, people listen by podcasts be like, he can't even quote the Bible. My words are spirit in their life. So it's when we take hold of the word that was spoken and we, we begin to position our life around that word. And the, the things that I have in me, and we walked to some places yesterday, and I can see it. I can see it inside of my spirit. I can see us already there. But yet physically we're not there. You ever live in that reality? But I know it's true. All of us in here are probably guilty of giving up time to time. Will we not say that? I'll be the first to say because we go so long without seeing it. And yet we're starting to see the trickle. This is what I believe is going to happen. After Matt and Will comes, we're going to see such a shift happen. Did you hear what I said? We're going to see such a momentum come to this thing. You understand what I'm saying? And then as we move to the awakening of the South, there's a reason why we caught it. Because we believe something's going to wake up. We believe something's going to wake up. Why? Because we've been prophesying the word over this dirt. You with me? Have we not? Do you believe there's power in that? Larry will tell you right now, if you want to see a difference in your life, start speaking the word of God out of your mouth and pray in tongues. Larry going to send us three videos a day of him riding down the road speaking in nothing but tongues. But, don't, but you can't knock him when he ain't got nothing but increase and increase and increase. I remember listening to a guy by the name of John Richardson one time. And he said he took his daughter shopping and she was like, Daddy, would you please quit walking in this mall praying in tongues? He just prayed in tongues the whole time. That's how he did. Uh, he's an evangelist um, from Chicago, was in, was in the mob or whatever, killed people for a living, went to prison, yes. So he got, a, he got a show enough testimony. He do kickboxing on the stage while they're doing work. I thought he was going to knock the worship leader out one night. He wears a wetsuit when he prays for people. That's how soaked down he gets. This is a machine now. He walking and praying in tongues, just praying in tongues all the way through the mall. His daughter said, Daddy, would you quit praying in tongues so much? People look at us think we're crazy. But he said every store went to, she got so much off, and then they take so much more off at the register. She said, Daddy, just keep praying in tongues and let me do the shopping right here. Just keep praying in tongues. Huh? Hey, the Bible says building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you what, don't build your faith up. Meditating on, the, uh, meditating on what's going on. You say, I don't know how to meditate. Anybody in here ever worry? You know how to meditate then. If you take what you're looking at, that problem, and get it on the Word of God, and get it on faith, we can overcome some things. So when we, when we get the Word, what we've got to learn how to do is steward the Word. 
And this is where I feel like that, that God is wanting us to revisit some things here and, and start stewarding the words better. You with me? This is why when God tells you something, you got to write it down. you got to remember it. Why? Because you're going to get in a season where you're going to have to ask yourself, now what did God do? I'll, I'll talk to Stan. So, now Stan said, you don't, I don't know if you remember. You remember when God did this? Well, tell me what he, tell me what he did. That was the whole deal when they crossed over the River Jordan. Those stones to pull them out was a point of contact for them to tell their children, but there was also, there was also a reminder to them, but there was also a reminder to God. Come on, somebody. Every time God saw the stones, he remembered what he did for the people. And so listen, so when we get the Word, what I want you to tell you, the Word is all you need. You don't have to have the finances. You don't have to have the healing. you got the Word. It's all in it. I said it's all in the Word. When he said go, he just sent them out to go. Come on somebody. Everything they needed was in the go. He said don't take money back. Just go. Hebrews 4.12 says the Word is sharper than any two-edged sword and it's alive. How many believe that God's prophecies, the words that He speaks of our life are alive? They're living. They cannot die. That's why we look at a document. We look at a picture frame with a lamp that's lit up. That's where the whole deal with sparks will fly. That's why we named the website Sparks Will Fly because every time we get on there, we're reminded that God, you said, sparks will fly. Now see, I don't know what that means to you when you hear it. Do you think about sparks just flying off the map? What I look at, what, when it means to me as I see ignited lives in this room flying to all the corners of the earth. That sparks flying to me. Every time you're ignited and you're inflamed and you leave out of this place, sparks are flying. Now, I just want to read you one more thing and I'm done. Let me just quote these two to you. You remember the centurion said, Lord, just give me one word. Just speak one word. Just speak one word. And, and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority, and I understand authority. Number one, he knew Jesus had authority in the spirit realm. Come on, somebody. And he knew when he opened his mouth in the realm of the spirit that it took authority over what was going on with his servant. In Mark 5, when Jesus releases a word to Kuma over the little girl that was 12 years old, a lot of people said he raised her from the dead. The Bible says she was not dead but sleeping. And that is the condition of the church in the south. She is not dead but sleeping. Come on, somebody. And she is about to wake out of her slumber. Come on, somebody. She's about to lace up her bootstraps once again. Come on now. Do y'all believe the devil just going to ransack the south? Or do you believe God's going to come through? Come on, somebody. Let me tell you something. God, the devil ain't going to have his way in this nation. God's going to have his way in this nation. Come on, somebody. We're not going to be divided and see another civil war. That's behind us, friend. The glory of God is going to rise and shine on the church. And we're going to realize it. And we're going to unify. And we're going to lay our differences aside. And we're going to see the glory of God come. That's what's going to happen, friend. Have you ever read that? So I said, well, you ever read Matthew 24? Have you ever read Isaiah chapter 2 where it said this highway of holiness that even a fool will find his way on that path? Come on, somebody. What nation won't rise up against nation anymore? Come on, this is what I'm believing for. It don't take faith to believe things are going to get bad. It does take faith to believe that a massive move of God's coming, though, friend. All right. 
I want to read this verse of scripture to you and I'm closing right here. I just skipped a bunch of this. Hallelujah. I want to read it from here. My God, I can hear twice as good right here. If I'm blowing your ears out, it's just we, we got some sound issues. We're going to get them fixed, though, by the glory of God. Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Pick that up right there, Alamite. Come on. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. And again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones. And say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord your God, these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And bones came together. Bone to bone, indeed, as I looked, the sinews and flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. And also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds of O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. And then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. This is all I feel like I'm supposed to do. I say unto you, great people of Cornerstone Christian Church in Sparks, Georgia, you are a mighty army. You are the head and not the tail. You are a part, a part of the greatest movement of God in the south. I declare unto you that you are the gates in which the king of glory shall come in. I declare unto you that you are a people that walk with healing in your hands and prophecy in your mouth. I declare unto you that you are the head and not the tail. You have the most prosperous businesses in this region in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that God will open 
open doors for you that you only thought or you only dreamed about or only read about in books in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that you, you Cook County have the greatest school system in the state of Georgia. I declare your test scores shall rise. I declare that I declare that immorality shall come down in the school systems and in our community. I just declare great and mighty things. I declare that every dream you've ever had with God be alive in you today in the name of Jesus. I declare great and mighty things over this house. And God, I say to this people that this people is full of faith, that this people has let that where hopelessness is gone, faith is arising in your people today. I prophesy like Ezekiel over the dead valley of dry bones and I declare you are not dry but you are wet with the presence of God. I declare you are not broken but you are healed. I declare you are not poor but you are rich. I declare you are not bound but you are free. I declare you are not sick but you are healed. I declare you are not bound but delivered. I declare you are blessed and not cursed in the name of Jesus. I declare breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. I declare the word of God over you, friend. I prophesy the word of God over you, friend. I declare your children shall come home in the name of Jesus. Those that are bound shall come home. The trainer child in the way that they shall go, even though they depart, they shall return. I declare it so in Jesus' name. Can I get somebody to believe what I'm saying in this church? You know, there was a concert. Stay, stay right there. I just didn't want to build it up too high. The power of what God's done in this house and the power of the testimonies that they live forever. The power of the Word of God. This young lady in this community <clears throat> could not have a baby. Medically, they said she ain't going to have one. How I many of those doctors do the best they can? They still practice in medicine. Jess, do you call your place a practice? He practices pulling teeth. <laughs> All right, listen. At a Bethel concert in Jacksonville. Allison is there. She said, I just gotta tell, I just gotta take you to in front of a girl. She takes her in front of a girl named Cindy Statham. And Cindy shares a story about the miscarriages and all of these things. But they did not give up hope of what God said through Pastor Dale. What was medically impossible, how far along pregnant is she? Having the baby tomorrow. You just don't know what kind of people you are. I said you just don't know who you are. You don't know.
tell you this. Last year, if Pastor Parsley would have come here last year, I'd have been like, trying to hide in a corner. Let me tell you how I'm going to be when he comes. I'm going to be very thankful he comes. But I'm not some podunk something in the south, friend. I want to let him know that he's coming to a move of God. Hello. I want to let Will Ford and Matt Lockett know that they're coming to a move of God, friend. This ain't some small little lighter that's down here in the south. There's a reason why our our town's named Sparks, because there's a flame burning in this place. Sister Katie, you're going to have to pry them off the floor. They're down in the grave. For four years, I've screamed my guts out in this place. Just trying to get it halfway, halfway of where it was at. Church, we got to believe. We got to believe for the miraculous every time we come together. Every day I get up, I'm filled with the dreams of what God would do down here. Father, I pray this morning as I've declared your word over this people. I believe just like Ezekiel, you said prophesy again. So again, I'll prophesy. I declare that this is the greatest multi-race, multifaceted, all walks of life move of God that the South has seen, Father. I thank you that world leaders will travel into this place called Cook County to see what you're doing. I thank you for businesses coming from Bentonville, Arkansas, coming from all over the world to travel to Adel, Georgia to meet with leaders. Father, we thank you right now. 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 Hold on, I'm just going to prophesy some big things. I thank you that Jesus' culture and Bannon Leapshire shall call that man right there to go see what, to take him out there and let him preach the gospel. Come on, somebody. I believe for big things and mighty things. Why? Because God is big and he is awesome, friend. And he makes a way where there seems to be no way. He makes the crooked way straight and the high places level. That is who we are. We are awesome in this house because he's said we were. He chose us before the foundations of the world to be here in this city. But if he destined it big back then and it didn't come through what you think's coming through the pot with interest on it this time. Father, I just released the dream. I just released the dream in this house. Single barren. Single barren one. Spring up, O well, in this house. In Jesus' mighty name. If you're looking for Granny's church the way it used to be, friend, this ain't it.
this is a movement, not a monument. We thank you, Jesus. Raise your hands one more time. I'm going to bless you. Father, I just thank you for every person in this room. I thank you for every person in this room. God, I just release faith, hope, belief. Thanks for listening to this message. For more exciting content, visit our website at sparkswillfly.cc and connect with us on social media.